Welcome, everyone. Hey, guys. <laughs> to our fourth episode. Woo! Woo! We've been watching things. We're We've been watching so it. many things. <laughs> We've been talking about so many we things. We have been talking about so many things. We had to stop ourselves from talking earlier. Yeah, we were like getting our dinner and I was telling, I was kind of spoiling it and this is what I always do. I always like tell Caroline about everything about what I'm watching and she tells me to shut up so that we can do <laughs> my podcast. I'm like, wait, this is good. And then we start recording and we forget what we were talking yeah. about. But we wrote it down this time. We remembered. Um, but today... We are discussing Best in Show. Yeah. Yeah. Woof. <laughs> Before we get into it, though, Jared, what have you been watching? Well, over the weekend, I kind of had a lazy weekend. Mm-hmm. I didn't really do much. You know, we are getting ready for the holidays, and I'm getting ready to go yeah. home. So um, I had one of my favorite lazy days in bed on a Sunday. Have you ever? Did you ever do that? I did. Growing up. Growing up, I still do it. But, <laughs> so, like the whole weekend, no, I didn't but, like, leave the, the like the special Sunday, uh-huh. like mid afternoon. Like you kind of did the morning. You went to church. Well, this is me. Okay, I, I was to gonna church. say my parents <laughs> made me go to church. So like, no, I was not on a Sunday sleeping in. But yeah, yes. like after we would go to church, go to like a restaurant, and then we would me and my family would always like come home and like watch a movie together. And nice. it's funny because it'd be a certain type of movie. It would, okay. you know. Usually an action, like an action adventure, very easy, yeah. digestible one. So I was like doing some research and just on like errands online and I was like, okay, let's just put on something like for the background. Mm-hmm. And I was on my Amazon Prime and I stumbled on Never Back Down. Did that you... sounds familiar, but who's in it? Um, Sean Fisher, not Fisher, Sean Fraser. Or... Oh wait, we were, okay, we were talking about this and we were trying to look him up. Sean Freyer or something. He wasn't in much after that. He was in Pretty Little Liars for a little bit. But um, a very, very young and chubby Evan Peters. Really? Yes. This is, if you remember him from Phil of the Future. Do you remember his character? I didn't watch Phil of the Future. Okay, so he, it's almost like um, his, um, what's his character in AHS, the very first one? um, Tate? Tate, yeah. So it's almost like that's that Tate hair. Okay. But his face is round out. Aww. And it's like pudgy and like like baby fat. Baby. Like the baby fat hadn't gone away. So I watched that and I like love that movie because um it's really long. It's like about boxing or like mixed okay. martial arts fighting. Okay. And it takes place in Orlando. Oh, of course. So that's why I really like it. If you guys yeah. didn't know I'm from Orlando, I lived there for twenty four two to 23 years of my life before moving out here to LA. The first 22 to 23. Yeah, the first 22 to 23. (laughs) Yeah, so, and it's like really funny because in the very, in the opening scene, um, he, like, our main character, Sean, he like, well, that's not our main character, but Sean Mm -hmm. um, is like playing football and he gets into a fight. So, and then his, like his friends make fun of him, like, oh, so you're moving to Disney World. And he's like, it's just Orlando. And I'm like, Thank you, because everyone, as as soon as I say Orlando, everyone's like, oh, Disney World? You live in Disney? Okay, but I have a question for you. What? What else is there to do in Orlando? Universal Studios, girl. You're right. You're right. Because <laughs> I, I lived there for four months, and all I did was Disney World. And we went to downtown Orlando, like, one time to go to the clubs, and then... That was, like, all there was to do. See, I wasn't old enough to do downtown Orlando okay. when I lived there. I might have done it a couple of times when I would visit in college, but, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not, like, my favorite. You can go to the beach. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can go to the beach, you're not right. far from the beach. Yeah. Yeah, so that one's fun. Um, and it's funny because um, Dijon Hassoun, who we talked about in Push, yeah. is also in this movie. So it's funny because I was, like, 
I was like, oh, I just watched Push, now I'm watching this. <laughs> so I thought that was really funny. But it's like, um, it's real, it's a decent movie. Okay. Like, it's your typical, like, teen, and there's a lot of teen angst in it. Oh, of course. Yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. Okay, there because, it is. Because um, his dad had died in the movie, okay. and you don't figure out why until, like, later on. Like, there's, like, mm. some, like, his him and his dad were close, but there was something that had, like, pissed him off. And, like, every time he, like, saw something of his dad's in the house, he, like throw a fucking fit interesting and I was like get over it (laughs) but it's a decent movie and then a little bit on like the weirder side um I fell down this YouTube hole oh no don't judge me okay um most of the titles of this YouTube hole are um TikTok cringe (gasps) compilations okay I almost I almost looked at those the other day because I get the Snapchat ad like all the time it'll pop up and I'm always like, what is this weirdness that people have like, it's like almost furries or something on it. And they're like singing, but I... And the ads, there's furries, like they yeah, promote the, okay. furries though. The one, the one ad that I get is like these two people that are like, they remind me of like werewolves, kind yeah. of like they have ears. Typical furry. Yeah. Well, but the, at least they don't have like the whole heads on. Oh, they don't. You can they don't have, yeah. Face. Like you can see their face. But the guy has like fur kind of going like a kind of like a big fur beard kind of mutton chop thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like one white werewolf and one black werewolf, like literally like painted white and black. Yeah. And and they're like singing. They're like talk singing about getting stuck in the woods or something. But I can't turn it off. Whenever it comes Uh. on, I watch the entire ad and I'm like. I don't know what this is, but I'm so intrigued. And I almost looked at cringe videos on YouTube, but I knew that I would get sucked in for like hours. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I don't know if you guys know, but TikTok is like a new app. Well, I don't know how new it is. But basically what you do is you sort of lip sync, lip talk to sound bites or songs. Right. But I don't know where, where do they get their sound bites? Because the other one I saw, usually it's the weird werewolf one, but Mm -hmm. then there was one where it was just a girl and it sounded like she was lip syncing a sitcom about being some guy's boyfriend or something. Yeah. But I didn't like I can usually even if I don't watch the sitcom or the movie or whatever it is, I can usually identify it. I have no idea what this was from. See, I can't do that. They all sound so foreign to me. And like it's weird because I'll think I'll know where it's from yeah. because it sounds vaguely familiar, but then yeah. they'll say something else that totally throws it off. Well that's like, what no, I thought too, because it. it almost sounded like I was like, is this from like the Big Bang Theory or Roseanne or something. It sounded like one yeah. of those kind of levels sitcoms, but I, I couldn't place it. And it was very weird because she was just like lip syncing to them talking. Yeah. I don't get it, but I think I'm going to look up some videos. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. Yeah. It's, you'll see some of a lot of the same TikTokers doing different things, which Ooh. is kind of sad because it's like these poor kids. Most of them are teenagers. They're well, yeah, kids. That's, I feel too old to be on TikTok. Yeah. Because I almost downloaded the app, but then I was like, what am I going to do? Because I'm not, I'm definitely not going to participate. Right. So you don't, like, you don't not... need to. You can just view and you can just go on YouTube and view them. Because yeah. they're super cut. That's what I want to do on YouTube. Yeah. It's just a super cut. So you don't have to do all the hard work. Exactly. You don't have to search for them. It's like Vine. Only I miss Vine. I used to watch Vine all the time. Vines are so good. I love Vine. And sometimes I will just Google like Vine compilations because they're so You ever watch like Vines that. Brought me back to life. Oh, no. <laughs> the most recent one I watched was, like, Vines That Butter My Croissant. And I was like, okay. <laughs> That's some good ones. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, and it's funny, too, that furries are on TikTok because, like, I thought furries died. Like, that community. Look, because they disappeared. No. Well, like, okay. To me, they did. Like, you know, they. I saw them on CSI. That's, like, when I was... Like, That's how like, I got introduced to that oh, one episode! Yes! And... They kind of went away for a bit, and now they're, like, resurfacing. And I'm like, so what happened in See, that community? I, I have a friend who's one of his best friend's girlfriend was a major furry. I'm glad there's a lot of links in between those. There was between a lot of links. I, I think I met her once or twice because she started doing costuming. This was when I was in college, and she started doing costuming for our theater department that I was involved with. So, like... I saw her once or twice, um, and so I know she was really into it, and she would, they'd go out, and she would be in her big costume, and they would go out to, like, a restaurant, my friend would get so annoyed. They'd go to a restaurant, and they'd have to guide her through the restaurant, because she couldn't see out of her giant head. That's what I don't get about the furry community. It's just like it's so cumbersome, and I feel like it's a lot of work. It's really sweaty under there. Mm -hmm. I don't I'm sure there's some type of enjoyment and satisfaction and pleasure. I do not see it. I yeah, no I my try to, I like, know that in their shoes. At least my understanding of it it seems sexual in nature. Because I think because that's how we were they, introduced to it. Well, no because they do I forget what it's called, but it's called like fluffing or so and I hope we're not offending anyone. Like, if you are a furry... If we're wrong, please comment please and set us yeah, straight. Set us straight. Um, and if you're a furry, we welcome you. We we may not understand it, but all that matters is that you understand it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I want to say it's called fluffing. <laughs> that's, that's all I know. And what have you been, <laughs> what have you been watching, Carolyn? Um... I so I've just been binge watching Frasier because I was watching Cheers and then I finished it and I just kind of kept going because Frasier was a spinoff and I remember it being on when I was a kid but I didn't really get it because I was too young and now I love it it's wonderful awesome so I've just been binge watching that I know that was a, I had that same effect with Full House like when oh, I would watch House, Nickelodeon yeah. and my cart I would always be like ah the people are on TV like when it was like <laughs> yeah. when cartoons would be off I'm like eh, mm-hmm. time to like do something other than watch TV yeah and I just like would not like I did not like live action unless it was like Disney Channel but then like okay. I finally got used to it I miss thankfully. the <laughs> the Nickelodeon live action like Are You Afraid of the Dark oh yeah I'd watch that my favorite show and then Disney Channel had one did you ever watch So Weird I don't think so, but okay. I know you're. I know it was. It. I don't know if it was on for long, but it was kind of like the X Files for kids, I guess. Like it followed this one girl and her mom, and the girl, her mom was a musician. I think it was Mackenzie Phillips. Like she was a real musician, and she would tour, and then her daughter, I want to say it was like Fiona or something was her name, but she would tour with her, and everywhere they would go. Like, they'd stay in a haunted hotel that they didn't know was haunted, but of course Fiona would find out it was haunted, or whatever her name was. It was really, it was a really fun show. I loved it. I loved all those weird, dark shows. I liked Bug Juice. I liked Bug Juice, too. Bug Juice was the shit. Yeah, and Pete and Pete, and Salute Your Shorts. No? Okay. I know. I Pete and Pete rings a bell, not Salute Your Shorts, though. Okay. We should bring, like, a Bug Juice back. How cool would that be? That was... 
that see you gotta talk about that on we watch reality because wasn't that like a kids reality show it was like that yeah. and endurance did you ever watch endurance i've heard of endurance and i've looked it up since then but i didn't remember it being on yeah that was like some good old like yeah kid tv reality survivor for kids yeah <laughs> i think they but i don't think hollywood would ever do reality kids again it's just too hard the liability the, i don't know how they did it the first remember time. kid nation no what's that oh my gosh cbs did a show way 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 back mm-hmm. i was probably like a freshman in high school or like in like middle school so that's probably like 2004 or 5 and what they did is they had this like old west setup okay and they brought all these kids out they differed in range and you know gender mm-hmm. like they had like little boys little girls and then like kind of like the ages you kind of go from like 6 to like 13 I think the oldest okay. one maybe like they have like one or two like 16 and 17 year olds mm-hmm. and it was almost like survivor for kids so what, what they would do yeah so what they would do is like they were all in this town and they had to make this town work so like they had to set up their own like politics they had to set up their own like food like that was the scary <laughs> thing and of course as a kid I'm like oh my gosh there's these kids but now like being grown I'm like okay obviously production helped out somehow but they yeah. did have a kid the old one of the older kids he was from a farm okay so he knew oh, how to good. like cut like how to like break the chicken's necks and like cook the chickens and they like, would like yeah, they, like, that? Oh cooked my gosh. chickens. They, like, like, they did that. Wow. And they would do competitions to get food, and it would, like, depending on how, they, like, had four teams, and depending on how your team did is, like, your social standing. So, like, if your team did the worst, you were, like, the cleaners, and you did all, like, the, like, rough stuff. And okay. if you were, like, high up, you were, like, important. And there was just, like, drama all the time, because there was this one girl, I forget her name, but she lived, she was from Orlando. Yeah. And I had seen her in a play, maybe, like, a couple months later, and I was, like, freaking out. I was, like, fangirling. But she was my favorite, because she was, like, um, like a Ravenclaw. And she was just, <laughs> like, she was, like, these kids are stupid. <laughs> I, like, she's, like, this is how this town should be run, but no one wants to listen to me, because I'm a girl. <laughs> I was like, I'm with you, sis. Yeah. I was like, I'm with you. But I think, like you said, liability and just like people in Hollywood, not that they're lazy, but they are. They're not going to go out of their way yeah. to make a sure. Like, Unless I'm, they knew it was going to be a success. Unless there was right. like a precedent for it. Yeah, I think like the most successful, like, I mean, I'm glad that's why we get like Project Runway Jr. Oh, yeah. We'll have like, I, like the rap game is probably like the best like kid I like the rap game. reality competition Definitely. show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even that, they throw the parents in a lot, just in right. case you're not enjoying the kids. They're like, oh, no, we have parents, too. Yeah, because the kids are, like, very well behaved. They are. <laughs> they all get along really well. Yeah, it's they're... really heartwarming, yeah. actually, <laughs> the way they root for each other. Like, there'll be drama here and there, but it's, like, typical kids stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And they get over it. It's usually the parents that are instigating <laughs> the drama. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when they're... Because, like, they're also their managers, so they, like... Yeah, fight. I know. They... So it gets even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Well, glad. Wow, we've been you've been watching some good stuff, girl. I think you have me beat with TikTok. But <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll check it out. After I'm gonna check it out tonight. <laughs> You're gonna check it out tonight. We're gonna talk about some dogs now. Woohoo! Yeah. So moving forward from furries to dogs, talking about my kind. This is my kind of furry. This exactly. My. This is. Would they call it fluffing? These dogs. Um. <laughs> no. Is what is it? I don't know. Moving on. So, Best in Show was released in the year 2000. Nice. The Distant Future, the year 2000. It was directed by Christopher Guest, written by Christopher Guest and Eugene Levy. 
Starring, I'm only going to say a couple of them because the cast is incredible. Yeah. So it's starring, again, Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, Parker Posey, Catherine O'Hara, Bob Balaban, Michael McKeon, Jennifer Coolidge, oh, James Lynch, Fred Willard, and a whole bunch of other people. Like, they're basically like every comedian. Like, you'll recognize everyone that shows up in yeah. this movie, especially now, 18 years later. Like, they've all gone on to have amazing careers. But this was really early in their career, so it's really fun to watch. And it's, like, cute because they were also... It was cute because they were also young. They're doing this so movie young. together. Yes, and I didn't tell Jared who was in it. Yeah, she did not. Like, I never... It was funny. I never even heard of this movie until yeah. Carolyn's like, okay, we're going to... She's like, my movie for you this week is to watch Best in Show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never, I've literally never heard of that. And she's yeah. like, oh, you're going to love it. And I was like, okay. He also sure. didn't know it was about a dog show. I didn't know it was about a dog show. <laughs> like, it didn't click that Best in Show. Yeah. Like, meant like Best in like Show. Best in Show. Like, yeah. for like a dog show. I didn't make that connection. It was fun because, like we talked about before, Jared's a grabber. So there was a lot of <laughs> grabbing when someone would show up. I'm like, <gasps> I'm yeah. doing my gay gasp. I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and then you, I remember you turned to me like 10 minutes in or something. And you went, wait, this is about dogs. I love watching movies with you. <laughs> oh, so let's tell you guys what it's about in case you don't That's know. That's not the first time I've heard that. I was in a theater. Well, I forget what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> this girl was with her boyfriend and after the movie she turns to me and she was like you made this movie so much more fun I love <laughs> watching you watching this movie I love showing movies to people that are really vocal because I'm really quiet when I watch a movie and people get annoyed because they'll show me a movie and they'll turn to me and be like are you enjoying it because I just I don't know I just sit there and take it all in yeah. so I love watching a movie with <laughs> someone that like gasps or like <laughs> yeah of airplanes tonight yeah people going away for the holidays okay so it's about (laughs) um it follows five entrants into um a dog show it's called the i think they call it the westminster kennel club dog show which is a fake dog show that they made but it seems so real they do it so well um and it just follows them as they are bringing their dogs to the dog show and then competing and then kind of follows up with them six months later and it's mainly improvised the, the yeah, yeah i was so shocked like um i we were like probably halfway through the movie mm-hmm. and um i turned to carolyn and i was like because like i could tell like there's like a couple moments like if you know improv yeah and how improv works you can kind of pick up there's like a couple cues that the actors do and i'm like oh my turn i'm like is this like not scripted? And you were like, it's lo- like most it of it's very, improv. Yeah, I guess the the narrative outline was sixteen pages long, and then yeah, um, they that just blows my mind. Yeah, and they just improvise so so much, and they're the best at it. I mean, this group. We're gonna have to watch more because Christopher Guest made a ton. He is oh, most did he well really? known. Well, he's most well known for Spinal Tap. This is Spinal Tap. It was his first one, and it's um, a mockumentary that follows a fake like rock group. Okay. Yeah, and it's that was the first one. Um, and then one of my favorites is Waiting for Guffman, which is about this. It's like the same cast of people. It's kind of like how Ryan Murphy has his like American mm-hmm. Horror Story people. Like Christopher Guest has this group of just amazing comedians that 
are great at improv and they're in everything. So yeah, I was waiting for Guffman, which is about this small, it's like a really small town celebrating their centennial and they do like a play. And Christopher Guest directs the play. It's wonderful. You'd love it. And then um, for your yeah, we're gonna watch it. I'm ready for that one. (laughs) For your consideration is one about Hollywood. Um, A Mighty Wind. I really like A Mighty Wind. It's about folk singing. Okay. Like folk musicians. Um, And I actually love the music in it. I think like there's some really really good. Like it's funny. So a lot of the folk music is funny, but then there are some like really beautiful songs that they sing in it. I love it. So, yeah, we'll have to watch more. He's amazing. Um, So it follows Gary and Cookie Fleck, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, and they have a Norwich Terrier named Winky. And then we have Meg and Hamilton Swan, who's Parker Posey and Michael Hitchcock, and they have a Weimariner named Beatrice. And then Harlan Pepper is Christopher Guest. He has a bloodhound named Hubert. Uh, Sherry Ann, who's Jane Lynch. No, Jennifer Coolidge? She plays one. I think no. Sherry Ann is Jennifer Coolidge, and then Jane Lynch's character. It follows them, and they have a standard poodle named Rhapsody in White, also <laughs> known as Butch. <laughs> um, and then Scott Donlin and Stefan Vanderhoof, John Michael Higgins, and Michael McKeon, and they have a Shih Tzu named Miss Agnes. Um, and I looked it up, and I got the like real names of all these dogs okay like, so like, i went like, just like, on wikipedia yeah the dogs that played mm-hmm. the dogs and they have the weirdest names Let's like all it. of my dogs growing up had like one name did you have any dogs growing up yeah i have a couple i have one named bucky kenji gabe like very Aww. basic like yeah yeah i had bell sadie libby and heidi like they were all just cute but they were one name so but these dogs because these were like show dogs so they're full because i looked it up and i I couldn't even pronounce these names i was like these are not names because i guess what happens is they have like registered names so they have a title which is like ch which indicates that they've qualified for a championship at a confirmation show whatever that means and i guess (laughs) these dogs were canadian so they were qualifying So they were qualifying at the Canadian Kennel Club Championship. So they had the prefix of can. So you have the prefix can. Then you have CH because they're champions. Then you have the breeder's name. Then you have their names, which are all really long. So like the Weimariner, who's just known as Beatrice in the movie, is known as can for Canada. CH, Arrow Cats, Echo Bar, Take Me Dancing. Oh That's the dog's name. It kind of sounds like a Native American. Yeah, I was looking at it. I was like, this is not a name. But I guess because, like, the breeder is Arrowcat, or however you say that. It's A-R-O-K-A-T. And then the registered name of the dog is Echobar or Echobar. I don't know. Take Me Dancing. But then they'll have... Oh, so that's their registered name. Then they have a dog's call name, which is what they actually use to call the animal... And that dog, the Weimariner, its call name is Peach. So, <laughs> so a direct correlation, yes, to everything. To, yeah, I was, I don't get it. So then, the Norwich Terrier is okay. The Norwich Terrier is just named Brillo when you take out all the extra crap. Okay, good. So that's cute. Then, the Bloodhound is Stand by Me. <laughs> I don't know. The Shih Tzu is... What's, his, what's the Bloodhound's call name? 
I don't know. It only gave me the Weimaraner's call name, but oh. I really want to know all of them. Yeah. Um, I know, I know. And there's, I mean, I could, I'm sure I could do some digging and try and find it, but this movie is also 18 years old. So these dogs may not be around anymore. Oh, I, I didn't know where you were leading us. <laughs> I was trying not to say it. I can't look at her. You're like, it's 18. I was thinking, oh, so it must not have been updated online, internet. And you're like, no. I was like, Jared, get it. Don't make me say it. <laughs> no, they're fine. They're fine. They're all, what are you talking about? They're all purebreds. They're going to live forever with no health issues. <laughs> so the Shih Tzu's name is Rapture's Classic. And the, the other Shih Tzu's name, I guess there were two Shih Tzu's, is Red Hot Kisses. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's actually adorable. Oh, and then the poodle is, this one's weird. So I, I guess the breeder's name was Exel, E-X-X-E-L. So it's Exel's Desi Does It With Pizzazz, but it's all Zs. Oh, that's annoying. So it's D-E-Z-I, does is D-U-Z, and then it with Pizzazz, P-I-Z-A-Z. And now you know it, and all of our listeners know it too. Yay! <laughs> Important. I'm gonna, important it's actually like so funny because last night um or just recently matt damon yeah. was hosting snl and they did like a skit about a dog show really it was with dads so they were like show dads show dad oh my god so they did different types of dads like a sports dad and like a wall street dad and then, like, yeah so that was funny and i just remember that because we're talking about Preston i wonder Trump. what their call names were <laughs> <laughs> what their who their breeders were yes <laughs> i'll have to watch that um so i have a couple trivia things that i looked up okay i only picked my favorites because there was a lot on IMDb. Um, I only picked a couple, because this episode isn't going to be too long. I mean, I love this movie, but there's you can't go into it too much. It's kind of like Push, where it's kind of all there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, something I thought was really cute, Parker Posey actually got real braces. She was the, one, the woman, oh, yes. mm-hmm. yeah, and the couple who had braces. And I thought it was really cute that she got real braces. And that's commitment, because braces suck. Oh, they're terrible. I hated having braces. Um, and then the other cute thing was Christopher Guest cast Jane Lynch after he directed her in a Frosted Flakes commercial. <laughs> See, stick to your craft. Yes, stick to your craft. <laughs> you'll find the you'll find you'll find work. Yeah, you'll find work. Um, I I just had to say while we were watching this movie, I have not laughed so hard. <laughs> I was in guys I was in tears yeah like I had to pause the movie one time because I was I could not stop crying it's absolutely hilarious it's one of the funniest movies I think that's ever been done yeah like I I can't wait to watch it again I'm gonna I can't wait to show someone else yeah this movie because yeah. I think it's so funny like between like the the little Beatrice's little oh busy bee busy bee where's busy bee <laughs> And then, like, Sean Guest, is he the one that does, like, the nuts thing? Like, Christmas, yes, yeah. yeah pan nut. Pan nut. Magnamia wow. nut. Because <laughs> it's so, he's so, his, like, cadence with it is just so funny. His, like, yeah. the way he, like, paces it. Because, like, you think he's done, but he's not. And then he's another and one. He's not done. There's another one. And I'll find myself, like, now, like, if I'm, like, just, like, spacing off, I'll find, <laughs> I'll start, like, just saying nuts. <laughs> I'll start listing nuts. And then I'll start laughing. Because <laughs> I'll go laugh. 
<laughs> There's one that makes me laugh every time where he names like two different kinds of the same nut, but it's like different colors. Where he's like, white green pistachio nut or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like looks at you like, and just yeah. like the way he looks at the camera is like, oh, like, yes, like it's, yeah. it is important that I separated. It's very the, important because he was colors. born in a city that has like nut in the name. So he's very proud. Of his nuts. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have, um, did you have a favorite dog? Yeah, I did. Um, it wasn't the terrier, unfortunately. I think I liked, um, the Shih Tzu, because I had a Shih Tzu growing up. Did you really? Yeah, that's Kenji. He has a Shih Tzu. But he wasn't like a long-haired Shih Tzu like, um, these two were. They were just so cute and funny. I I liked them. Did you have a favorite couple? Like or a contestant? That, that's hard because it's like um, my favorite contestant. Like it would probably be like the one who like made me laugh the most, which is probably like um, was Sean. Like Sean Guest made me laugh a lot, but I think my favorite couple was probably like a. Uh, Beatrice's uh, yes yeah because the they were couple just, that met at the different Starbucks across the street yes they were because they were just so ridiculous they're so ridiculous and I think they almost had the hardest job because I would break so easily if I was doing any of their scenes yeah so easily and like I almost like it was funny because like their bit with the busy bee yeah kind of got a little annoying but like they did something like halfway through the movie I was like wait this is actually hysteric like once I like caught on that yeah. it was so over the top yes. about it that I was like in for it and like laughing my ass off yeah so like yeah I think that's why I also want to watch again because like now that I know that it's with that filter it's like mm-hmm. really over the top then I'm gonna enjoy it even more like yeah. a second viewing I love too with these people I mean their characters are so heightened but we all know I like you've worked in customer service a lot. I've worked in customer service a lot. I worked at a hotel for a while. Like I know those people that come in and yell about their busy bees and that <laughs> freak out on you because they think that like you stole something and they always find it like in their purse or something. They always like it's all they always have it. Right. They're like because we don't want it. Right. We don't want it. We yeah. would give it to you. <laughs> no, like we're not keeping your stuff. <laughs> and I think all the characters in this movie. Like, I know someone who is like every single character. Maybe not that heightened and ridiculous. But, but it's, like, definitely grounded in some reality. Oh, definitely. Like, I know I have Harlan Peppers in my family. And, like, oh, I don't know anyone with two actual left feet. <laughs> oh, oh, you just from oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> At the end, when he has two walk the terrier because his wife got injured <laughs> and everyone he like freaks out and I'm like just walk the dog like just do it because I forgot he had two left yeah. feet and then I'm like oh no he's too late <laughs> he <looked too> <laughs> I was like he's gonna fuck it out he's like no we've come so far and you see and he actually has two left shoes on <laughs> like used to walk in circles yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know if I have a favorite. I have a favorite dog because I love Weimariners. And even you though know. Beatrice, like, mm-hmm. acts up, I love those, like, big, graceful-looking dogs. Everyone loves the Terriers, and, like, they're cute and all, but I love, like, 
Weimariners and Whippets. And I had my first two dogs growing up were uh, German short-haired pointers. And we had two of them. And they're, like, beautiful dogs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They, like, match your aesthetic. Yeah. They really do. I yeah. really like them. There was, okay, they had an Italian Greyhound. I love Italian Greyhounds. It's the kind of dog, like, that I want to get soon. Because I feel like I am kind of an Italian Greyhound. Like, I'm cold all the time, and I shake, and I've got, like, big bug eyes, and I just, like, I, I look at them, and I'm like, oh, I relate to you. And I was watching Frasier, and they brought on an Italian Greyhound, and they were making fun of it for all those reasons. Aww. And they were like, this dog is so weird. And I was like, it's not weird. It can't be, like... It can't be that weird. Like, I hate toy dogs. Like, that's all I grew up with. Okay. And they're so annoying because they bark at everything. Yeah, and they have those little, like, yappy barks. Yeah. I don't mind a big, like, deep, like, boof kind of bark from a dog. Me either. They're cute. Yeah. We had and- one small dog. We had a little chihuahua miniature pincher. Oh, God. That was my grandfather's. And when he passed away, we got her. And, like, when she was the miniature pincher, she was very sweet. But when the Chihuahua side came out, she would like it, it, she'd be the devil. Yeah. And she would attack like she attacked a dog once, and I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> How big was the dog? It was just a little bit bigger than her, and like everything was fine because we had to like take all of her teeth out like when we got her, so she hardly had any teeth. But and she was adorable. Don't get me wrong, but that dog had the biggest attitude. <laughs> biggest attitude. I've been like, you don't have teeth. <laughs> <laughs> she was cute though. Her name was Heidi. Um, so what, I, I don't know why I wrote this question down, because <laughs> I think we've answered it, but who do you think has the most issues? Because <laughs> <laughs> everyone has some issues in this movie. Uh, I would, like, pick the, the terrier couple, who is it? Really? Yeah, okay. just because, like, the money, that, that, that yes. just scares me. Oh, I felt, That just, like, yeah. is the worst for me, like, when they couldn't afford the, like, no. I know. When they're be. like, they have two notices to pay their bills. And I was like, honey, one notice is enough. Pay your bill. Yeah. That, and that's why I think they have the most problems because that's a problem I would never want to have. No. No. So. I'd be so afraid. Oh, my God. And then when they stop, when they're on their like way to go from, they live in Florida. Mm-hmm. They're going from Florida to Philadelphia where the dog show is. And they stop off at one of her old boyfriend's house <gasps> to have dinner. Oh my gosh, I forgot about... <laughs> and the weirdo kid takes the dog. <laughs> that scene was really funny too because, like, again, another scene where I would break Yeah. because her old boyfriend still has a thing for her. All, you keep running into her old boyfriends throughout the whole movie and they always, like, hit on her in front of Eugene Levy. And, and he just has to take it. He has to take it. And it's it. funny because he's, like, that nerdy, like, yeah. you know, stereotypical, like, dork who won't physically get involved he just gets really he looks really uncomfortable and kind of will make comment about like like a sideways comment trying to get them to stop but of course these guys are like big bullies they're not going to stop i think that's a very strong point about this movie is that each couple has like a really good long running bit throughout the whole movie and you don't get tired of it because they do so well in bringing they always turn it on its head and they turn it on its head a different way yeah so that you're always excited like when you switch scenes to like a new couple and it's always surprising yes too like even though you keep running into her boyfriends you don't expect it you don't expect it and every time it happens you're like oh my god again and like you kind of know how they're gonna act but Mm -hmm. they act so different they act differently in the way of like how they treat her and how they flirt with her and how they touch her and interact with her yes 
Um, even with like the busy bee, like the busy bee, the busy bee, it just like it goes through so many twists and turns. It does. That's so funny, and like even like it's just like funny because like I like I don't think beard like the dog Beatrice, Beatrice doesn't, doesn't care. care. No, <laughs> not at all. And even when, I love when she goes to the pet store and he tries to sell her like this parrot, and he's like, I think this is like it has the stripes and it's the same size. I think this is what the dog's responding to, and she's like, That's a parrot. <laughs> What are you talking? And he's like, but it's a dog. She's like, it's a parent. <laughs> she just freaks out on him. And that, yeah, they, that's definitely representing their issues. Because mm-hmm. then they get a new dog at the end and everything is fine. That's right. What did they do with Beatrice? I, I don't know what they did with Beatrice. And I'm afraid to find out. I don't think, I mean, I don't think they killed her or anything. I think they probably just gave her to a shelter gave her away or something but poor Beatrice like her only issues were that her parents yelled at each other all the time yeah they even she was was a very well behaved she was yeah she was a very sweet dog I would own Beatrice okay now the most oh wait who do you think should have won who would you pick to win I don't know how to judge I don't either like, I don't get dog competitions because I every year we watch. Is it the Westminster? Wait, no, I said this one was the Westminster. No, Westminster's the real one. Yeah. This was this was the Mayflower. The Mayflower, the Mayflower Kennel Club yes. dog show. That's right. The Westminster dog show is real. That's the one I watch every year, and I don't understand it because I'll watch it and the dog will like, I don't know, like sneeze or. Or do a weird move or, like, stop and scratch itself or something. And I'm always like, oh, man, the dog's out now. It messed up. But they don't care about any of that. They literally just care if, like, their balls are symmetrical or some weird stuff like that. Like, they – I don't know how they judge it. Yeah, and then it's like when – I mean, when they're in the same category, it makes sense. But then when you put all them together and only one wins, it's like you're literally saying that a breed of dog is better than another. But It's it's like a purely – physical thing because each breed of dog has their own breed standards yeah which are actually like some of them are really unhealthy for the dogs like we've messed up some of these dogs but i guess they're just judging them on on how closely they could be breed standard because we had a dog that could have been a show dog really we had a Brittany. she was gorgeous her name was libby she was a beautiful dog like she was white and then had these beautiful just solid orange patches all over her and like oh she's so beautiful and we didn't see pictures yeah (laughs) we didn't show her because none of us wanted to but she could have been a show dog so did people like approach you and be like hey you're no it was the breeder that we got her from she was purebred so we got her from a breeder and they yeah they told us that she could be a show dog if we wanted her to be but i think like like one thing was off or so her one of the other puppies in the litter could have also been a show dog but her nose was the wrong color so she wasn't allowed to be a show dog and it's insane yeah yeah because it wasn't breed standard the color of her nose oh yeah oh very weird oh so okay you didn't answer the question yeah you didn't um (laughs) (laughs) Um, we're not moving on till you answer the question i guess i would have a pit I don't know, the bloodhound. He's a good-looking bloodhound. He was good, yeah. He had those nice ears. His ears were all nice and floppy. I know, and when he would, like, scratch his face and it was all, like, mushy. Yeah, I was like, cute. Yeah. I don't like poodles that much, so, yeah. I don't either. 
I wouldn't have given mm-hmm. it to her. Mm-hmm. Or I like the Shih Tzu, because like, oh my gosh, her coat is just gorgeous. Yeah, the Shih Tzu is really cute. Yeah. And I just like the way she walked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my favorite, you know, is the Weimariner. But she did mess up because she barked and she that jumped on the chair. Funny. I know. So funny though. <laughs> Poor thing. She just wants she just needs help. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's just like my parents are mean. The Shih Tzu is really, really cute though. Yeah. Okay, the most important question now. Okay. <gasps> this is how we're gonna end it. Give it to me. I need your truthful answer. Okay. Would you buy the album God Loves a Terrier? Ah! <laughs> no. No? No, ma'am. <laughs> I totally would if it was about, like, one of the breeds of dogs that I owned. If it was God Loves a German Short Hair Pointer. Yeah. Yeah. I just, like, couldn't... <laughs> I don't mind, like, bad singing. But, like... <laughs> well, what's really funny is, like, Catherine O'Hara has a really good singing voice. Because she she's, like, think... Sally and yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. But the um... two of them... Yeah, I was just like, uh, I roll like, and, oh, stop. And then the guy stops them in the middle of their, their like, recording session to hit on her. Yeah, <laughs> to that was a reminder. Yeah. Right, when you think it's all a big happy ending, then he has to remind her that, nope, they were together. Nope. Yep. <laughs> okay, oh. so that's all I have for this movie. Yeah, I mean, I highly recommend it if you guys are listening. Yeah. I mean, you have to be, but... Definitely check this movie out. Any of Christopher Guest's movies, he's a genius. Christopher Guest, Eugene Levy, the whole group of them, they're amazing. So good. And it's time for them to come out with another one. Yes, it is. I'm ready. I'm ready. And if you don't laugh at this, you're broken. Yeah, something's wrong with you. (laughs) Something's wrong with you. Get therapy. It is such a good, like, comedy. It's just like, and again, it doesn't rely on a lot of, like technology or a trickery it's no. just a straight up straightforward it's just movie funny people yeah it's doing just funny, funny people things. doing what they do best yeah with dogs with dogs with really cute dogs really you cute can't dogs. go wrong with weird names <laughs> so such weird names <laughs> okay so so what's on the clicker what's next in the queue carolyn i know what i'm really looking forward to what Spider-Man Enter the Spider-Verse. <gasps> Stop, <called>? you <gasps> stole mine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. People at work were talking about it all day. So many people had seen it over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's already such crazy award buzz for it, I too. Know. Did the Oscar nominations come no, out? No, they're or not something? out yet. Okay, because I went come out talk to the new year. online and every article on the website I was on was like, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. And I was like, what? <laughs> it must be insanely good. Yeah, that's what that's what I've heard. I I'm hoping wait. it wins because Nicolas Cage is in this. He's a voice in one he's of the in movies. He's in it? <laughs> I love Nicolas Cage. So do I, but he's been like shit on so much lately. And it's like, it would just be funny if I could say Oscar. We're going to watch a movie. One of my future recommendations for you mm-hmm. has Nicolas Cage in it. And... Uh, it's the only time I've ever been attracted to Nicolas Cage. Oh, God. No. Oh, my God. You haven't seen the movie. Well, National Treasure. He's fine in that, but in but in this movie... It's even like, more. You'll actually, I think, be attracted to him. I'm... And he's missing a hand, and you'll still be. Yeah. Tweet us if you know what movie I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. I'm excited. 
It'll be. It'll be soon. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, okay, yeah, so Spider-Verse, and mm-hmm. then, um, um, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. what I'm looking forward to watching. I don't know, it's gonna be a slow time for TV. Yeah. Yeah, I keep, like, I'm in this weird funk where I keep turning things on and then, like, not really enjoying it and then kind of turning it off and just going back to, mm-hmm. like, Frasier or something that I've been watching. I'm looking for something. I want something creepy. Like, I want a new horror thing. Like, horror TV show to watch. Ugh, and you're not probably gonna get it. I know, those are so hard to find. Like, good ones are really hard right. to find. Sorry, Ryan Murphy, American Horror Story's not that anymore. I really liked early American Horror Story. Not I still watch every season. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know, our expectations are so high for it after those first few seasons. Yeah. Kind of did himself, but yeah. I have faith. I mean, I'm not yeah. gonna shit on Ryan Murphy. I do like his work. He is like, really, really good with, like... Like, American Crime Story was amazing, both seasons. He's really good at, like, innovating our industry and, like, kind of introducing, like, these niche genres or these very niche ways of storytelling to the mainstream in pop culture. Yeah. Which we have to applaud him for, and, like, I think that's, like, what he'll be most remembered for. Yeah. But it's just, like, come on, dude. Like, can you keep it going? I mean, I still like Crime Story. I want... Yeah, yeah, I love Crime Story. I want another Murder House. Because, like, Murder House... Is what I love. It's just ghosts. And I just love ghosts. If anyone knows of a TV show with ghosts, let me know. Because mm. I want one. Okay. Alrighty. Well, that's it. See you later, guys. Yeah. Until next See week. See you next week. Oh, do we have our movie picked out for next week yet? I don't it's think so. It's your choice. Oh my you know? gosh. What am I going to pick? I think it's sitting over there on the counter. I think it is. <laughs> Let's See? Drum roll, please. Pain and gain. Pain and gain. It rhymes. It does. It must be good. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen this movie, so I'm excited to watch it. It's got my two favorite hunks. Mark Wahlberg and Dwayne Johnson. Yes. You and my mother both. Oh my God. With Marky Mark. I like him too, but my mom really likes Marky Mark. Yeah. And I love The Rock. I love The Rock. I like camp. You know what's my... That's the probably need to do. I need to do like... Like, an essay on The Rock's acting career, because it has really <gasps> just, like... We should talk about that. That is that? just an uphill curve. Yeah. Like, it, mm-hmm. he has only just gone up. Right. He has been... And it's, like, been interesting to go from WWE wrestling, yeah. which is, like, to me, the worst kind of acting. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind of but acting. But still acting. <laughs> still acting, to um, I can't wait for The Rock to win an award. Like I think me too because love. he's going to be so sweet and humble about it yeah. and he's going to have a really inspiring speech Yeah, because even just following him on Instagram is really heartwarming agreed yeah okay right. well we'll see you guys next week for Pain and Game for Pain and Game woo woo <laughs> bye bye
we'll figure out a way to edit it. Okay. Should we say like Wait, goodbye? Maybe say like, thanks for listening this week, guys. We'll see you next week for Pain and Gain. Yeah, and if you haven't already, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at we watch things underscore pod and Twitter at we. I have to pull underscore it up again. watch. It's we keep complicating it. It's at watch underscore pod. Yes. On Twitter. Follow us there and make sure you guys have clicked all of the notifications and all of the subscribes on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your fine podcasting things. Yes. All right. And thanks, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.